Listener Production. Brooke Boney and Linda Mariano's Dream Club. Hello and welcome to Brooke and Linda's Dream Club, where each week we are lining up the sparkly cereal boxes of the week's most important moments in culture, and we are pouring our favourite ones into our podcast little bowl. And this week, our obsession with guessing whether or not women celebrities are pregnant. And we also want to know what you've been spending your pandemic dollars on. Have you created a nook at home? We want to hear about it. Send us some photos of the random crap that you've been buying while you've been locked down. We love getting cosy. Brooke, how have you been? Look, I think it's a bit up and down, to be honest. I mean, it's hard. It's a seesaw of a year, isn't it? It is. We're nearly at the end of it, too. I can't believe that it's nearly been two years. It is blowing my mind. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's filthy. It's just, it's the pits. So I'm glad that we're going to be talking about some of the issues to come out of it in a broad sense. Mm. Um, And also like some nice things to come out of it, like that we've created these little sanctuaries at home. I know. I feel like I've rediscovered the joy that can be a little corner of my bedroom. But we will get into that in a little bit. We will. Do you know what? Let's get into it now. Brooke and Linda's Dream Club. Hey, Brookie, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on on the internet and a lot of it is rumours and speculations. And I don't know if you see all of this. I know there's a lot of BS and there's a lot of like confirming of stuff and particularly the fixation on celebrities, of course. And I don't know if you saw this, but I'm a huge Travis Scott fan, Mm. big fan of the American rapper. And of course, I'm involved in what goes on in his personal life. The fact that he's had this (laughs) relationship with Kylie Jenner. So they share a daughter together, Stormy. And recently there was all these rumours flying about whether or not Kylie Jenner was pregnant with a second child. Did you see any of this unfold? I saw a little bit of it. So basically people on TikTok were looking um, with like, you know, investigative. It was a law and order episode. It was really intense. They were looking at different angles, at shadows, at photos, trying to guess whether or not she was trying to disguise a baby bump. Yeah, so essentially the first time, and and I know this because I just did research on it. I wasn't obsessed at the time, but apparently when Kylie Jenner was pregnant the first time around a couple of years ago, she famously hid her pregnancy. She said, and completely within her rights, and I actually really liked this about her, she put out this statement saying, I needed my pregnancy to be my own personal journey. That's why I had to keep it private. I didn't want other people to know about it. It was just for me. It was the way that I was going through with it. And then she announced when her daughter was actually born that she'd been pregnant. So she'd been hiding it the whole time. So this time around, these little, you know, I guess fans would call them like Easter eggs or clues have been coming out over the last few months, including the fact that when Kylie Jenner recently turned 24, the photos that she posted didn't match up with the photos that Kim Kardashian, her sister, were posting. Her manicure looked different from the day that she posted. It was all these incredibly minute details that fans on TikTok were putting together was, you know, this is my case study. This is the evidence as to why I think 
Kylie Jenner is pregnant. And then there was all this pressure posted onto Kylie Jenner and to, tra- to Travis Scott to say, admit it, admit it, like kind of backing these people into a corner to say, admit it, admit you're pregnant. And I just looked at it unfold going, oh, my God, the the fixation on whether or not a woman's body is her own and whether she is pregnant or not or whether she wants to have children or not at whatever stage of her life is almost like it gets worse with social media. It does. You would think that in this day and age where, you know, we have so much autonomy over our bodies compared to women in previous generations, that we're so much more liberated when it comes to choice around fertility mm. and, and you know, choosing when and how we start families, yeah. that people would be a little bit more chill about it. But it almost seems like it's worse. It seems like it's reached fever pitch. Um, and even, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we saw Scarlett Johansson confirm that she was pregnant and then the next day yeah. announced that she yeah. had the baby. The quickest gestation in the history of the world. It was like a WandaVision gestation. Yeah, yeah. Just like put it in <laughs> and, and then, then turned done. it on and it was done. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it speaks to this obsession that we have with like people reproducing and mm. that being like a natural evolution of a relationship. And I think that, you know, it's it's like in, you know, our version of that normal people version of that is like when you're dating someone and they're like, oh, have you said I love you? Oh, um, are you getting married? It's oh, the goalposts, isn't oh, it? Oh, are you going to have a baby soon? Oh, are you doing this? Like people just want these like milestones to be met and it all feeds into these like traditional ideas that we have around like family and timelines and all of this stuff. But I think behind the scenes of that is a lot of struggle and a lot of pressure especially as a young woman, because some people struggle with fertility. Mm. Some people might not want to be mothers at all. And so to have that constant barrage of like, when are you going to have a baby? Um, is is she pregnant? What's going on there? Like I remember on the Today Show a couple of years ago, there was a rumour that one of the um, people was pregnant. Mm. And it was awful for that person. It was truly awful. I think they probably just had a burrito for lunch. I mean, how who cares? Does, yeah, how is that ever a positive experience that you've posted a picture or something online and people have gone, you're pregnant? No, even worse than that, getting yeah. papped from far away. Oh. And then people being like, is she pregnant? And like that sort of stuff is just... I don't know. Give us a break, I think. Yeah, there's this idea that, you know, being pregnant or getting proposed to or being said I love you to is this like be all and end all constantly going into those pigeonholes and that nature of comparison too. Yeah, so when you see someone post on Instagram or mm-hmm. Facebook, I don't know if any of your friends I'm like, use Facebook. On Facebook? <laughs> Just Facebook. my mum. My mum mom. Yeah. listening. <laughs> my nan and pop have a shared account on do Facebook. They? they do. It's cute. They sometimes respond to the messages in the family group chat. It's, it's adorable. It's really adorable. But that's beside the point. What we're talking about here is people from school posting stuff like, you know, they've got a some sort of pregnancy photo shoot <laughs> or like an engagement photo yeah. shoot. And you're like, oh, should I be up to that part in my life? Like, I definitely feel that sort of pressure. Yeah, I no, I do as well. My my family, especially the, the ones in Malaysia, all do preg- like really elaborate pregnancy photo shoots. <laughs> so funny. You should see them. <laughs> can you? Can I we? Will, no, I, no, it's a bit mean spirited. No, we no, we can't. We simply can't. We simply can't. <laughs> but essentially, what we're saying is this kind of intense obsession with scrutinizing women's bodies, particularly online. Like no one's going there and staring at a Travis Scott Instagram post and going, oh, he's, you know, He's about to be a he's father. He's about to be a father. He's looking. Tell. But it was all these. Imagine if you could tell for guys. I know. You're like, do you know what? He's got that look about him. 
yeah, he's he's about to have another baby. <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't even just about the like how she physically looked. It was about the way that her she was behaving. So they were like. Her birthday party is a little bit more subtle than usual. You know, last year she had this huge dinner party at Nobu. This year it's more downplayed and it's a lot more cute. She must be thinking about being a mum again. Do you know what? Like, you know how we were talking about egg freezing last week and one of the side effects is that you get really bloated? Yes. I was actually really worried that people would start saying something like that about me because it does make you look like you're a little bit pregnant. It does. When you're doing the prepping. A little belly. So we talked about it like last week, but I was like thinking to myself, Oh no, I hope no one thinks that I'm like. You didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's nowhere to go. I so, mean, I might start doing it. I've got photos from your text messages to that's me. That's true. The time. I sent you photos yeah. of my belly. I'm leaking. Brooke Boney and Linda Mariano, The Dream Club. So one of the unexpected um, outcomes of the pandemic, aside from us all being incredibly lonely on our own at home, (laughs) eating our weight in chocolate and chips every week. Dessert after every meal. I've said it before and I'm saying it again. One of the other um, unexpected side effects is that we're spending a lot more on home items. Um, So apparently, and, uh, you know, we've all seen the packages arriving. I'm not the only one getting a million boxes a day. I'm in an apartment block and there's constantly boxes in the hallway and it's become a new game where I'm just looking at the names and going, is that mine? Is that mine? Is that mine? It's such a good dopamine hit, isn't it? It is, even when the name's not mine. You're like, oh, that's like, a, oh, I wonder what's Frank in there. Something again. Well, apparently in the 12 months to December um, 2020, Australians spent $44 billion on online retail. Holy crap. Which is an insane amount of money. I mean, that is a lot of shoes. That's that a is, lot of retail therapy. That is a lot of retail therapy. So I was thinking, like, you know, we're all just doing these wonderful things to our home and making our spaces as cosy as possible and, you know, building these little environments where we can, like, relax and unwind. And part of it as well is that, you know, house prices are soaring So and we're not going on holidays. So we do have a little bit more money to spend on these sorts of things if we're still lucky enough to be, Mm. you know, gainfully employed and getting the same number of hours that we always have. I know that that's um, a real and, and serious impact of the pandemic as well. I would like to know, Lindy, what your most um, lovely and or random home purchase is. Uh, Can I just tell you one thing that I actually bought yesterday? Yes. 12 new pairs of socks. I know that's not a home purchase, but I count it as a home purchase because... I am getting so cozy at home and I slip and slide around on oh, my Oh, come on. You've got to do better than that, Lindy. What are candles? What have oh, you got? Oh, I've bought so many candles. I don't care. And I've, I've got these favourite candles that I only used to buy myself maybe once a year as a birthday <laughs> treat because they're like disgustingly expensive. <laughs> yeah. And now every month I'm like, I'm buying that candle. candle and it's going in my toilet. 
I don't care. It's yeah. not even on display. It's not even in the lounge room. No, it's so it's funny, not isn't there. it? No, no people are coming. I used to only light the candles when people would come over for dinner and I want to impress yeah. them with my expensive candles. Now it's just me. It's I'm just lighting you, those candles. You and your poo. Me, You're my number poo. Two. Left, right and say, <laughs> oh, my God, I even bought like all the poo home fragrances as well. Like the, you know, like the, the Lalabos, like things, all, all yeah. of the like home fragrance things. Um, what else have I bought? I bought a really luscious men's bathrobe the other day. Do you know, I, I'm getting a dopamine hit just hearing about this. <laughs> it's so cozy. It's so fun, isn't Bath, it? salts, it's all happening. Yeah, it's so good. So I've bought slippers, like, yep. um, you know, the fluffy ones. I'm wearing them all the time. You would have oh, seen yeah. me wearing them. Yeah, yeah. You've got t- uh, at least two pairs I've that got sit under your coffee table. Three I know pairs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But two pairs are from Kmart and then one pair is from Country Road. Like, obviously... <laughs> The Kmart ones, you're like, well, I'm getting one pair delivered. I may as well make it two. Yeah. And then the country road ones are a little bit nicer. So I felt like that was a bit of a splurge. But my, I reckon my mm. probably most random home purchase during ISO has been <laughs> one of those like little trampolines. No, <laughs> you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you? I haven't got it yet, but I'm so what? excited. What a trampoline. And, yeah, I'm going to put it in front of the TV. So when I'm like watching my White Lotus, when I'm watching uh, the Today yeah. Show on repeat, because yeah. you know sometimes I just record it so I can get home and relive the memories of someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stand stand there and mm-hmm. bounce my way to good health. Holy crap! I'm excited. I, I need to see this when it arrives. When it arrives, I will 100% take a photo. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do a boomerang. Um, I need a video. Yeah, and we'll, we, I'll post it to the Dream Club account. And you know what? I want to know what you've been um, mm. spending your hard-earned mm. dollars on. I mean, we're doing what we got to do to get through it. We're surviving. You know, who cares? We're thriving stage. in our surviving. Yeah. <laughs> With our cozy nooks. Oh, my God. Yeah, please send us pictures of your cozy nooks yes. too that you've created. Oh, I'd love to see your cozy nooks. You created like a perfect pillow zone on your couch because I do that. It's my, I call it my 3 p.m. zone. It's where I sit on the couch mm-hmm. when it hits 3 p.m. because it's when the, st- the sun starts to hit into my lounge room real hard. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So it's like a perfect spot on my couch where I've got like I've got my expensive candle. I've got some incense that you bought for me. Oh, that's I've got beautiful. a note that a friend of mine sent. I've got a little paper crane that someone sent me as well. And then it's my little nook on the couch. Actually, do you know what else I've done? What? I've got all of the pictures framed that I've been collecting over the years. I've oh, never you? done that. Like I've these are things that I've had for like five, ten years. You just cart them around from house to house yeah. thinking eventually one day I'm gonna get this canvas stretched. Eventually one day I'm gonna get this thing framed. Yeah. I've done it. I and can't so now they're all hanging wait up. Wait to see the pictures of my nostrils up on your wall. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's art. <laughs> Dream Club. Do whatever you can to survive. It's okay to eat a million blocks of chocolate <laughs> and embrace them. Baked beans on toast lifestyle. I crave it. Go for a walk without any AirPods or headphones. Just enjoy the sound of nature as you walk around. It's that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Landy. Hello. Hey, 
Isn't it really annoying when people just sing their words instead of just talking? Do you think? I love it. I do it too much. I think I do it too much. Hello. (laughs) I'm here. We often answer each other's phone calls like that. Yes. But that is not the Dream Club update for today. I think my Dream Club update for today is this idea of um, expectations. I was thinking about it last week. Great expectations. Great expectations because. I feel like the mother of all disappointments is the fact that we think about these things and, you know, it happens during a pandemic and it happens just in our general lives where we go, I think I'm going to be at this stage by this stage. And we kind of mentioned it with the comparison things and, you know, you want to hit these goalposts in life. I'm going to be married Mm. by this point or maybe have a kid by this point because these other people have done these things. I'm going to own my house. I'm going to be earning this much. Yeah, that's right. My eyebrows are going to be on fleek by this, by whatever point in your life. that was the thing, on fleek. I know. I'm like, oh, God, cringe. Don't do that. Don't dab. They're over. They are over. No more. Um, But just this easing off of expectations because a couple of months ago I was thinking to myself, you know, by the time it's my birthday, come September, I'm going to be able to go for dinner with some friends or even have a picnic outside or something. And, you know, that's probably not going to happen. And I don't want to be disappointed when those days and those dates come around. So I think... It's going to be really important moving forward to just ease off on those expectations and just kind of expect what the day can throw at me within the day. Remember a few weeks ago you said the, like, one thing at a time, do the next, do the next, next, right, right, next right thing? Yeah. It's that mentality of going, I know what I can kind of expect from today maybe or the next hour in, in a positive way. I can look forward to having this for dinner or look forward to seeing Brooke today doing the Dream Club, but... Apart from that, looking forward and going, I'm going to expect that I'm going to hug my nonna by Christmas is probably not a helpful thing to do. No. I think that that is a very, very healthy way to manage your, um, manage your emotions during manage the pandemic. My, manage my sex expectations. Manage your sex expectations. Just manage them, put a lid on that's, them when you need to. Yeah, I think that's very, very wise. Um, by the way, I think the next right thing thing is so good. It's I so good. The other day I was like panicking and I was like, nope, just do the next right thing. And like it literally got me through really? a tough couple of hours. Yes. Well, this, this is why we're here. This is why we're here. Hey, that's what we're here for. Now my DNM this week, my Dream Club update, is to lean into charity. A couple of weeks ago I did um, like a story on my Insta saying, you know, I had a bit of a rough day and the thing that helped me um, feel better was to lean into giving back to others. And there were things that I felt worried about. I was obviously really worried about the COVID crisis in, in Western and, and Northwestern New South Wales and how it's impacting Aboriginal people. And, um, you know, domestic violence in Western Sydney and, and you know, people being in these lock, really severe lockdowns. Um, and then I thought, you know what? Sitting here worrying about it isn't going to bloody help anyone. I'm going to try to help. And it made me feel a billion times better and the impact that I've had is probably like minuscule, um, you know, but it's something. And um, I think if we all sort of channel the, the pain that we have or the anxiety that we have or these weird feelings that we have about all of these awful things that are going on in the world into helping, then, um, you know, then the world might be a slightly better place oh, for it. Channeling that little pain into a little bit of purpose. Pain into purpose. Aww. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back next Wednesday. A little woofy, but until then, join our Dream Club and follow us at the Dream Club Podcast on Instagram. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. 
and leave us a cheeky review. We love to read them. We love to stalk what you're saying and tag us in a pic as usual. Share us on your stories. Show us where you're listening from. Tell a little mate. Tell five mates. Have I got five mates? I think I've only... Five little ones. Me, myself and I, Brooke and Tate, our producer. And your boyfriend. Oh, yeah, my... Yeah. He's not a mate, though. Yeah. (laughs) I Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll and rock and roll. Okay. Cozy. This is a cute one. Let's get bloody cozy. Listener.